to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once in a lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. My name is Dan Leonard. Hi, Dan. Hey, joining me this week in the studio is Heather Strait. Hola. And Mr. Jeff Williams. Howdy. Howdy. Our show, as always, is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details no obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Last week, we started talking about how to plus your stay at a Walt Disney World resort. Plusing is a term used by Disney to mean that you take something great and you make it even more better. This week, we're going to continue that series and up the challenge level a little bit because we're going to take a look at a moderate level resort stay. Talk about ways that you can plus your vacation to make your, your moderate stay feel a little bit more deluxe still stay within that more middle of the road moderate price range budget level so let's start off again like we did last week talking about hotels which deluxe hotels do you think give more deluxe feel to your stay or a little bit more bang for your buck as far as luxury amenities activities that sort of stuff goes i like it i like it dan i can't think of anything good night everybody (laughs) when it comes to the hotel actually any kind of plussing a moderate stay my my number one recommendation is stay at coronado springs specifically if you can stay in the grand destino tower because that tower is if looks and feels like a deluxe resort but it's at more moderate in spain the regular rooms in that resort are fantastic as well much much nicer are they're obviously a disconnected walk from some of the other stuff in the resort but they're beautiful but they're not that far away like probably a 10 minute at most walk Mm -hmm. if you're in that back furthest corner they're beautiful and they're actually bigger than the rooms in the tower even though the rooms in the tower the bathroom is a little bit more posh and separated a little better from the the room because the the outer buildings are more of that traditional moderate style that disney has where the closet is open to the bathroom but it has sliding doors to separate the bathroom in those outer rooms as opposed to curtains that the other moderates have. So it, the finishes just feel a little more deluxe. And I know they built this one specifically with conventioneers in mind mm-hmm. that are used to a nicer digs and less of a Disney family kind of feel. But that, I love it because I, too, want less of a family kind of yeah. feel. And the theming is a little less in your face out there. The finishes are all really nice with wood and stone and things like that this it one loves wood feel, it's true it's true it doesn't feel as much like 
any of the other moderate resorts, really. It really feels like an elevated experience. The whole property is gorgeous. And the, the yeah. tower, we've said that before, the tower is like a deluxe resort. Yeah. You've got the interior doors instead what? of mm-hmm. exterior entry. At yep. the kind That's of never bothered me. Place. I know that does bother some people, that exterior, they call it motel style, exterior entrance to your room. That's never, never it doesn't really me. bother me either. It doesn't bother me. I think people just kind of think it gives it a little bit cheaper feel. When you say the word motel, it doesn't exactly. Yeah. And the the one thing is that you are going to have people that will walk directly past your windows as opposed to an interior type setup where if you're on a higher floor, there's not going to be people standing right outside your windows unless you're on the ground floor, which and that. So that one that kind of bothers me sometimes at those resorts because I tend to keep the curtains closed more often and then it's a little darker in the room. But it's not a big deal. I don't hang out in my room. I don't spend a lot of time hanging out or outside other people's rooms. So I do. I guess it, <laughs> I've, been, yeah, I've been run off of many a moderate resort for that. Oh dear. Yeah. That's cool. What is your other favorite? I would moderate. I was, I was going to say the second second place in my mind is probably Port Orleans French Quarter. As far as the field, the grounds are beautiful. You do get a little cartoony there a around bit. the around the pool but it's not like a all-star or pop century resort cute and i just stayed there for the first time mm-hmm. last summer and it's small yeah, it, exactly it's small the farthest room is a five minute walk away so it's and most a lot of the rooms are much closer than that so you're going to get straight to the straight to the lobby area the one problem is they don't have they don't have a table service restaurant there yeah you have to walk uh, over to riverside for that yeah you know that so, Food court there though is awesome. It's very nice. Really good yes. food. A lot of obviously New Orleans food, and then they have the the beignet place next door mm-hmm. that is yummy. And they have that sort of hidden little lounge for nighttime hangout. Yeah, which is fat great. Cats. Yeah, it's kind Scat, of back behind the yeah, beignet place. It's good. It's and they often pre-COVID more often, and but but it's coming back slowly. They often have live music in there. It's not as many nights as pre-COVID, but I think they're getting back to the the, the yeah, more regular like performances. Jazz band of some mm-hmm. sort playing in there on a small stage, like a three-piece combo or something. Not not overly loud or whatever, and not as look at me, look at me, like Yeehaw Bob over at the mm-hmm. place next door. Yeah, yeah. So you get kind of the uh, beautiful grounds, that kind of romantic old New Orleans, New Orleans feel. Mm-hmm. The, the resort i mean parts of parts of riverside are just as just as nice those mansions are kind of it is really pretty the grounds, I love of the both grounds the and everything at riverside i don't care for the rooms that have like washboards and yeah. all does that, that does like that I'm, offend you the southern no. hokum it should yeah but yeah. you like hokum I, I like hokum but i don't want to sleep in a cracker barrel that's fair <laughs> It, one nice thing about them is they have been refurbished recently, so the they're in a little better condition than they used to be. Yes. It's about time for them to refurbish the princess rooms. They're starting, the royal rooms, sorry. Mm-hmm. They're starting to be a little bit run down, but they've redone the mansion, other mansion rooms and the alligator bayou. Their, their feature pool and restaurant and bar at the pool and all that is excellent there. That's. Mm. That's more like, feels more like a deluxe resort. 
pool and area. it's very shady which is nice mm-hmm. hot florida sunshine i love the grounds of both of those with the live oaks with the moss hanging off and everything it's very authentically mm-hmm. louisiana caribbean beach was never my favorite moderate but i think it deserves a mention now specifically because they have refurbished all the rooms which is great they did recently take out the pirate rooms and freshen up all of those spaces but the rooms, there are several buildings that are right next to the Skyliner and really close to Riviera. So you could stay in the Caribbean Beach. And if you requested a room really anywhere in Barbados in that section, but buildings 14, 15 and 16 are smack next to the Skyliner. So you've got a two minute walk to the Skyliner. And that's and- the Riviera Skyliner, right? Yes, the Riviera they also Skyliner. Have on the other exactly. far end, their own station. So there's yep. not really a terrible mm-hmm. spot. I for mentioned Skyliner. Barbados because then you can, you're a quick walk into Riviera to use any of the amenities. You can't use the pool, but you could go in and use the, the restaurants and bars. Yeah, no, and because make it, with somebody. you'd have to make Say, friends with door. someone to let you in with, the, with their magic band. Yeah. But you can use the, the quick service there. Primo Piata is. Delightful, really great. They have a good coffee shop in the lobby. And then their Bar Riva, their pool bar is excellent. You could visit that. The bar over there at Caribbean's pretty nice too. It actually is. Yes. Banana Cabana. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's it. (laughs) And what's the table service right next to Banana Cabana? That's a good spot too. Can't it's think of the name Sebastian's. Of that place. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. really good. It's really pretty too. It's a very nice table service, and their whole feature pool area is great. It's a really nice feature pool. That's the one that's like the dig site. Geology. No, it's like oh, a that's at pirate ship. Yeah, yeah. And a, yes. a castle. I think dig site. I've is, never seen it. Is over Cornell. at yeah. I think that's the only moderate I have not stayed at is Caribbean Beach, but I've walked around there and eaten in the restaurant and seen the I lobby. Mean, it's pretty. It's a huge, huge resort. You have to be kind of selective about your room. If you plus it, plus your stay by getting a preferred room, you'll be closer to the main amenities and not have as far a walk. And that's a great, actually, something we should mention with any of the moderates is going with a preferred room. It's a little bit more money, but you get closer to the amenities. It's a amount of difference in money, though. That's true. It's not not awful. It's maybe 30, 50. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, you're closer to the buses to get to the theme parks and you're closer to the main and most of dining the halls. Moderates, if not all of them, I can't think right now, have an internal bus loop. So when mm-hmm. you get to them, even though they're huge, when you're coming back from a long day at the parks, you do not have to pull into the main lobby and walk 100 miles to your room. You that's true. go to the bus loop that's closest to your building. I like that's that. Why, yeah. And that's why I'd say the... The preferred rooms are more important at a moderate state than at oh, the for sure. value resorts that have them. I hear people make a big deal about getting a preferred room at Pop Century. They're, They're louder. Not, yeah. And and the farthest room at Pop Century is not that far out from everything. Mm-hmm. But at Caribbean Beach, you're really going to want mm-hmm. to be Definitely. closer look, to If the you were center. looking at a map of the value properties, it looks like it's very far, but you know, the way the path goes, you're going diagonally, not having to go around everything. So nothing's very far at those. Exactly. So so it's definitely worth the upgrade to a preferred room at the moderates. 
in my mind. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if you want to pop out for some coffee, you better pack a lunch because it's going to be a long <laughs> walk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring a thermos. Fort Wilderness um, cabins, I think, technically fall in the moderate category. They're a, yeah. they're going to be a little bit more expensive than a regular room at one of the other moderates, but I think they're worth a mention because the cabins are very nice. They have a lot of space and a full kitchen. And then you're right there to take the boat over to the Wilderness Lodge. Again, one of my tips yeah. for plussing moderate is using the amenities at a deluxe <laughs> Stay resort. Here. Stay but, here deluxe. Yeah. but yeah. if you like yeah. that kind of that kind of atmosphere, Fort Wilderness is is a really great option, especially for a little bit larger family. I think oh, those cabins sure. sleep six. They sleep, they sleep six. Yeah. That's one of the rare places you can get six into a room without having to have a really mm-hmm. expensive suite or do yeah. two adjoining. And they're and really if I was nice. going to stay at Fort Wilderness, it would be at a cabin. For sure. And you can plus the cabins by renting a golf cart for the week. And that's kids always love tooling around in a golf cart. And then you have to walk. This guy. <laughs> yeah. You have to walk a little bit less to get to the amenities. And some of the cabins are pretty close to the main area there with the Trails End, although they're closing Trails End, which I just learned recently, and that's kind of sad. But they still have some great stuff up there at the the trading post, outpost. Yeah. I forget what it's called. If <laughs> the wind is, is blowing and- just right, you can get that smacked in the face with the smell of manure when you step out of your cabin. Mm-hmm, that is true. <laughs> oh, yeah, from of- that tri-circle D. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a pretty resort though. It's the the grounds are beautiful and tri-circle D you can add some activities on like horseback riding. Yeah. Things like that. True. Yeah. I've never been out there even you know, to eat at one of the restaurants or anything. I'd like to stay there and honestly, I'm I want to give I want to give a tent stay a try. Hey, I, I want- I'm willing to support that, Dan. <laughs> I mm-hmm. I think you should do it. I'd love Sounds to like watch a fun video <laughs> about you doing it. Yeah. yeah. I mean. You should like take a boys trip with just you and Wyatt or you and Wyatt and Alex and can't tent camp and document that. Yeah. yeah. You, you look skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get some scouting points for that? Uh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. The Walt yeah. Disney World camping badge. Yeah. He has to camp a certain number of nights to get one of the ranks. So, yeah. Perfect. We'll work it out that way. Well, if you're staying at one of these resorts, what else can we do to plus that vacation up? There's always activities at all the resorts, kind of like we talked about last time. Mm-hmm. There's, there's generally some sort of arts and crafts that they're going to offer, I believe. Yeah, I think one of them will overlap. We talked about the crafts a little bit, and Coronado Springs mm-hmm. has one. That's a really uh, cute mosaic tile craft, and yeah. it's not expensive. No, it's like thirty. Thirty-five dollars. Thirty-five dollars. Yeah. That's not bad Coronado. at all. That's right. Tile. You do either a Mickey head or a Minnie Mouse head, mm-hmm. right? And kind of put the mosaic tiles in there. I have not it, done uh, any of these. Heather's done a couple of these kinds of things. I love at resorts. Yeah, if you're at Caribbean Beach, you can walk over to Riviera, and they have a ton there because it's a DVC resort. They have call it the community hall something mm-hmm. like that but that one they have more than one craft you can paint wine glasses they they do a couple times a week they do a painted canvas that what you're painting rotates they have a whole as you walk into the community hall there's a whole 
display of ever all the crafts you can do there. And it's a lot of them. And most of them range anywhere from as low as like five to ten dollars up to I think the painting craft I did was 40. And it included mm-hmm. snacks and, and and a drink while we were painting, which was cool. Coronado has the mosaic and a regular canvas painting class that they do there. Oh, cool. Yeah. I hadn't seen the canvas painting class. Yeah, they do both of those. Colors of Coronado. I think that's the colors of Coronado. Uh-huh. Yep. What um, are you? Does it does it tell you what you're painting? Is it like a... Looks like they had... When I looked it up earlier, it looked like they had a selection of different things they rotate through. And then they have an instructor, like all these painting classes, who teaches you step-by-step how to do the painting, which is cool. Yeah, it's what like we one of those did... sip wine and do yes. your thing thing. Like well, we did it. Riviera was a painting of Orange Bird. It was very cute. Yeah, the ex- the example on the Coronado is Lady and the Tramp watching the moon. Oh, cute! After their dinner date, so that's fun. Caribbean Beach, you can also rent the Surrey bikes mm-hmm. that are also popular at Port Orleans. Yes, and Boardwalk. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I didn't actually. I didn't know that they had them there at Boardwalk. Mm-hmm. You got to be careful when you're walking on all around yacht, beach, and Boardwalk. You might get run over. Yeah, family of drunk people riding <laughs> yes. six person yeah. bike into you. <laughs> have they brought back since COVID? Have they brought back the carriage rides at at Riverside? Mm-hmm. Those yes. are those are super cute. Yes. Yeah. You can you can do a horse drawn carriage ride through the rural South there at Riverside. Those. You, you board the carriage right there behind the lobby near where the boat docks to take you to Disney Springs. So that's available there. And also there's fishing spots both at That's right. Caribbean they have that and like oh. cane pole yeah. fishing hole stuff. Yep. Yep. You can do that at Caribbean Springs and at the main places. Riverside, they have fishing dock there, Old Man River. Uh, you can go fishing. And I think that's a small fee or maybe, I don't think it's free. It's not free, but it's not, it's not very it's, expensive. Just a small fee to use their equipment, which is basically a fishing pole that looks like a stick. I should have done that one why it was little. <laughs> yeah. And something we should probably mention while we're talking about activities that we didn't bring up last time is the fact that you can check at your hotel in the lobby, mm-hmm. they'll have a board with a schedule of yep. all of these activities and also the things that you can pay to do, like the carriage rides and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or they're also sometimes they have on a paper sheet that you can take and it'll show mm-hmm. you what's going on because there's all kinds of other all free things like movies under the stars mm-hmm. or movies at the. Yeah, they pool. always have those movies and those are great. Kids out there watching whatever movie on a big screen while the parents can hit up the bar that's nearby or whatever. Yeah. Quite a few of them have week. s'mores. They have a fire yeah. pit. And you yeah, can usually go make a couple s'mores. of nights a week. They do they that, have that at Coronado out by the pool. They do mm-hmm. have big fire pits for doing s'mores. Quite yep. a few of them, a couple of times a week, will have tie dye at the pool. You make a mm-hmm. Mickey tie dye. That's a small charge for that because you're paying for the T-shirt. Really, right. we've done that a few times. It's it's they teach you how to tie dye, and then you can if you do it right, you end up with a Mickey head in the middle of the <laughs> shirt if you can get it. Tied just right. If you can't, you, you can't. It's just a beautiful it's tie-dye hard to mess shirt. Up a tie-dye though, because <laughs> right. either yeah. way, they look pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So these are all ways that they might not be the big standing in front of the castle things. Let's go make a big memory, but they're ways that you can add on to your resort stay that 
just kind of give you things to remember from your vacation. They're, they're, they're ways to do more than just sit at the pool at your resort. Let's see. But you can still do that if you want. Just sit at the yeah. pool. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Right. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Are there any, and I'm thinking specifically outside of the theme parks at resorts or at Disney Springs, Restaurants that you might recommend that are kind of more, they're not the top high-end signature restaurants, mm-hmm. but they might fit a moderate budget, but still kind of feel a little bit, a little bit plus, a little bit more posh or fancy or fine. I think Homecoming is a good one for that. It's good, excellent, Springs? high quality mm-hmm. food, but it's not really expensive. I think most of the things at Disney Springs are not so terribly expensive. much at Disney Springs. Yeah. There's a great variety of stuff there. Morimoto yeah, I, Asia is my favorite restaurant. It's a little bit pricier, but they also have the little outdoor Asian street food, which is right. just as delicious and less expensive. And many of the same items, just mm-hmm. you know, served in a less posh way. But even the inside of that is not it's horribly not too bad. expensive. It's, I think you no. can still get those amazing Spare ribs at the walk-up window outside. Yeah, they have a rib there that just makes you want to live there and eat nothing. <laughs> it's but that. so delicious. Yeah, you can head on over to Disney Springs, and most of those restaurants, like you said, they're not going to break the bank. Mm-hmm. They're delicious food, and mo- and not mo- a, a good chunk of them have a celebrity chef name on it. Mm-hmm. And the restaurant was yeah. a concept that comes up from people that you've seen on Master Chef or Haleo is one of my favorites. That's a Jose Andres. If you like tapas and Spanish food, it's delicious. Yeah, and because it's tapas price, pricing, you could spend a lot or you can spend a little. Mm-hmm. They have a whole tour of Spain kind of thing you can do. It's like chef's choice where they bring out course after course. And that, of course, is on the high end Price of things. But end. if you just split a few tapas between people, you could two people could eat there for 100 or less for sure and have a mm-hmm. fine meal. I haven't been to Wolfgang Puck's new location in Disney Springs. I had... Into the old one, but I've heard good things, and most of his restaurants get pretty good reviews. So I apparently he can cook. I guess. Yeah, I guess he really can. I liked his old his old restaurant that was there. I can't remember why it left, but he built became Haleo, right? Yeah, they they tore it down, and now that's where Haleo is. And now Wolfgang Puck's Grill is. Yeah, it's over, over by, by Guy Coke. Fieri's yep. place. <laughs> His fine dining establishment. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the chicken guy. There's He's going to bring t- 20 of those which, to Michigan. I'm really oh, excited. Yay. <laughs> hey, I hear they're great. I actually. have heard they're good. I haven't tried it yet. And I do love a chicken finger. There's two worth mentioning at Coronado that are, we've talked before about their, about, Toledo and Dahlia, which are more high end and delicious, but the Three Bridges Bar and Grill out on the little Excellent. island in the middle of the lake, very good. It's beautiful. It's not as expensive because it's more of a tapa style. Mm-hmm. That's also where you can do Sangria University, as as our graduate Jeff has told us I'm about a before. <laughs> yeah. And I love the Sangria Flight you can order there. It's so good. You can get pictures too. Mm-hmm. But Maya Grill, you like. Maya Grill is inside, and it's a it's a, a wonderful restaurant, and it's but it's not as expensive as Toledo upstairs. Maya has been there since it was the since before the Grand Estino Tower. It's it's over near the food court. Yeah, and speaking of affordable, in there is Rick's Sports Cafe. Mm, I love that Rick's. place. is awesome. They have kind of elevated. Pub food, I would call it, but 
I don't know how elevated, actually. They have one of our favorite things there is Wachos, which is. No, tachos. That's it. It's. I think it, it was. Called, it's wachos it's, because it's, wachos, it's waffle, it's waffle fries. fried nachos. There, yeah. that thing is awesome. I like a good waffle fried nacho. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can choose your meat, which is also very nice. You can. I think you bring it right at your table. Yes, but even so if you good. don't like sports or whatever, there's tons of TVs around. But if it's if you're not in, it's not rowdy in there or anything. And, and usually great, not busy. Great bar, nice vibe. You can always get in there, mm-hmm. and it's air conditioned. Yes, that's one of the reasons that's we love it. That's one of my it. favorites. I I like Whispering Canyon at now this is an ad, it is at a deluxe restaurant so it's my add-on where if you're staying at Fort Wilderness <laughs> it's easy to get over to, to Whispering Canyon and eat there. If that's more of a food is great but it's also a bit of an experience. Mhm. Cuz the the, the waiters get in the, on it. The sort of show elements for a while people yeah. had gotten annoyed they didn't like the the fun times that the servers were providing, so they had toned it down. But then everybody complained that there wasn't that. So now they're they're yeah. right back there where the, the waiters kind of yeah, mess with you and all that. You can choose. So it used to be basically only family-style dining, but now they have – you can order a la carte or do mm-hmm. these family-style skillets. It's a great restaurant. Then my other one is – would fall in – both dining and activities because at Fort Wilderness, not to be missed is Hoop Doo Review. It's so That's a fantastic. Real That's a great real time. pluser. It's a little bit more than a meal because it's a full, really good show. I mean, that yeah. it's so much fun. And it took us a little while before we went and tried it out because we weren't sure it would be. I enough, was hesitant, was I admit it. So fun. So much fun. And the food is fantastic. It's, it's kind like of an old time cabaret vaudeville saloon yeah. show kind of a thing. And it's kind of sad they're getting rid of the Trails End buffet. That was an excellent kind of a hidden gem. And you could get all the food that they serve at Hoopty Doo over at Trails End, but it's it's closing, sadly. But they bring up just buckets of fried chicken and it's a ton of food. And all you can so eat, really you worth want the another price. bucket, you can get another yes. bucket. <laughs> And then the entertainment. It's just the the actors are are excellent. The the cast there has been performing that for a really long time. And they're they're so good at it's just just so much fun. It's really worth even if you're not staying in a moderate, I would recommend it as a something to do wherever you're staying on property. It's kind of a spiritual successor to Golden Horseshoe at Disney. Yes, absolutely. One of Walt's favorite things. And now that we don't have, it's it's really kind of the last of its thing now at Walt Disney World since they closed the luau to pull build the DVC no tower. No more luau, no more Mickey's Backyard Mickey's Barbecue Mickey's Backyard show. Barbecue oh, was excellent. Yeah, I forgot yeah. that that was even a thing. Now I yep. really wish they would bring that back. They absolutely could. It's at Fort Wilderness. The spot they is still right there. Because that's where they were going to build the new hotel, the hotel. that they're now not going to build. But I and, don't yeah. know if they tore down the little amphitheater where they did that show. I can't. I'm not sure how far along in the process they got for, for building. Now it's leaving my head. What, what were they? The dumb Reflections. Name they were, Reflections. There it is. <laughs> Reflections, colon, a Disney... So lake waterfront lodge. Lakeside, yes. yes. <laughs> Which you already have a Disney Lakeside Lodge. It's called the Wilderness Lodge. But lodge, I digress. Yeah. yeah. One of the more affordable but really good and tons of food meals at uh, Disney Springs is the it's a newer Italian place. The name is escaping me, Heather. You'll know it's like Terramina. Terralina. 
Terralina. Oh, yeah. That place yeah. is good. It's it's good quality food, and it's a ton of it. You could split any entree there, and like four people could eat two entrees and come out of there stuffed. And you can almost always get a reservation. Oh, there. yeah, so always. Families on a budget, I would highly recommend that. We touched on it a little bit earlier, and that's the table service at Caribbean Beach. Sebastian's is very good. It's Caribbean. I never knew that existed until we had reservations with a big group. And it was great. Yeah. It's called Sebastian's. And ironically, my favorite item on the menu is the crab cakes. Yeah. And there's (laughs) pictures of Sebastian around in there. You feel kind of bad because you're eating (laughs) either him or his cousins. Yes. But he's so tasty. <laughs> Go on and eat the crab. <laughs> yeah. It's a really pretty restaurant. It's a, It used to be something else, and I cannot remember what that restaurant used to be when it was before they did the whole big redo of Caribbean Beach's lobby, which is gorgeous. That When they, they completely gutted it, and the, the lobby is kind of spectacular now. I don't forget what it used to be. Yeah, there used to be a table service there. I don't remember what it was, but now it's Sebastian's and it sits right there on the water. It's an easy walk from Riviera if you're staying over at Riviera. While you wait for your table, there's the Banana Cabana right outside, which is a fun outdoor Caribbean bar with all the usual resort drink type of coconutty, frothy yummies. Tropical beverages. Yes. Who doesn't like one of those? Yeah. Nobody I know. I don't think they have brought back the little tiny speed boats at any of the moderates yet, have they? Have they even brought it back at the deluxe resort? I feel yet? like certainly some kid died on one. I there. don't know that those were a great way to plus your vacation. Yeah, we did that several it, times, and it was yeah. COVID that that got rid of them and they just haven't brought that back they've brought back the pontoon boats that you Mm -hmm. can rent but they haven't brought those Uh, back those other boats are a little on the pricier and they are yes Uh, but the the little whatever they call them now water sprites they were called they they were water mice at first and then they had just Uh, been calling them sea racers which was the brand of the little boat that's right yeah i mean those were that was those were a good price they're like 30 Thirty-five dollars for a for half an hour. It was a yeah. yeah thirty bucks. You could take it out for half an hour, and it was so fun. You only had to be twelve to pilot your own. Yeah, <laughs> mentally. That was where we learned that my youngest son is a bit of a daredevil. I could not believe the moves he was pulling in his little speedboat when we did that for the first time. And that's why they don't do it anymore. Maybe I Owen straight. Yeah. It was very, it was, I mean, it was all the way up to the pandemic. So they still had them as recently as 2020. Ah, maybe it's a staffing yes. thing. I don't know. They did get the, the company that, that ran all of that used to also do things like parasailing over Bay Lake. And they had gotten rid of that pre-pandemic, but you could still yeah. do all the boats. Yeah. It's, in- it's interesting. They, they only sh- they only list the pontoons as being available for rent on Disney's website, but the picture that they use for it shows the sea racers in the background. So I don't know if they still have them or they just haven't updated their photos. Fingers but crossed. Can, maybe they'll come back. I sure haven't seen them parked um, anywhere. No. At Fort Wilderness, you can also rent canoes and kayaks. That is that. That's a fun thing. So, and horseback very, riding. We talked about that a, briefly a little bit earlier at Tri Circle D. You can go horseback riding. When we were deluxe, no money 
concerns plusing it last time we talked about doing a vip tour but there's a ton of other types of smaller tours and experiences you can do that are a mm-hmm. lot less expensive yeah. one of yeah, them dan true. i think you did this didn't you and kendra do the capture your moments f- yeah. photography, photography. Session? those are a great those are a great value for what you get they have them at all three at three of the four parks i don't think they have them at animal kingdom i could be wrong huh they should. Um, I'll talk to Bob. They should. I'll look it up. I, I haven't paid that much attention since we did ours. Yeah, uh, they started out. <laughs> they started out, they only had them at Magic Kingdom and Epcot. And I know for a fact that they added Hollywood yep. Studios. I just haven't looked up to see if they have them at Animal Kingdom. But you, they're about 100 bucks. You get a half hour photo shoot session. If it's at Magic Kingdom, they do at various locations around Cinderella Castle at Epcot. It's in World Showcase, and you have a you have the option of either going to uh, Italy and Germany, or you can go Japan and America. I think it is, and and they they do a very very nice professional photo shoot. They'll tailor it to whatever you want the the occasion to be. I've seen graduation pictures from that that are really great. Anniversary mm-hmm. pictures or just couples pictures, family pictures. If type yeah, of engagement pictures. photos. If you just want a really nice family portrait, they'll do those, and they do an amazing job. It doesn't sound like a lot of time, but really, we got at least sixty very high quality photos out of it. That's, that's they do a, a great huge job. Amount of quality photos for that price for a family it, on a budget. And the amazing thing is they're really good at, they know the the good spots around these areas to take photos from, but they're also really good at finding the angle that they minimize the amount of people in the background. Mm. So oh, it kind of looks like you're alone on a private photo shoot. And also they do a really great job of helping you pose, which is really which Dan really most needs. people <laughs> if you're not experienced. So they do, they do a really good job of making sure that your photos turn out really high quality some other tours around especially especially epcot i know we've talked about jeff has done and i've always wanted to do you can head over to living with the land yeah behind the seeds yes the behind the seeds tour that's really affordable right in the 30 dollar range 30 to 35 dollars i believe it is yeah it's about an hour which doesn't sound like a lot but you go back into the whole greenhouse area that you that the boat goes through and you get to walk through there and see all the things and how they do them and go. There's a lot of behind literally the seeds parts of that that are just awesome. You go in the like these greenhouse areas where they're using different lighting and warmth and stuff to seed these things and hydroponic and they've got a fish farm in there that smells awful but it looks cool and it's interesting. <laughs> I loved it. Do I would get, do it again. I think I've do done it get twice but I, I would definitely do it again. <laughs> Did you get to go into that laboratory area where they're doing the experiments for the... They're creating a fungi that surely nothing will go wrong with that. <laughs> it's something to do with yeah. mushroom faces. Yeah. Oh, the cool dear. thing about that place is... <laughs> <laughs> now I'm worried. Yeah. Did you see Pedro Pascal anywhere yeah. in there? Yeah, it was yeah. Pascal. The uh, lizard was in there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and of course... We all know they use all those fruits and vegetables and herbs at various restaurants around the park. Yeah. So that's really neat to see where that came from. Any other kind of tours or special? The Caring for Giants one at uh, Mm -hmm. Animal Kingdom is only $35. And it's kind of a walking behind the scenes tour of the elephants 
enclosures there and you get to see and even participate in how they're fed and taken care of and all that for 35 bucks a person that's a that seems like a heck of a deal i'd really like to do that one i love elephants Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, that one looks cool they have a similar one for the what is it the rhinos or hippos yes i didn't know they had that yeah it does freak me out. I don't know why. They're so, they're, they seem like they'd be slow and dumb, but instead they're incredibly fast and dangerous. I'm sure yeah, they're not the going to just take off running after you, but yeah, I don't know. Fun side story. My grandmother was at the Birmingham Zoo when she was a young lady. And back then on a Sunday after church, everybody would be in their finery and go to the zoo and have picnics and whatnot. And she was near the rhino enclosure. And I'm not sure if you know this, but when they poop, their tail spins like and acts like a fan to blow the poop away from them in a fine poo mist. And my grandmother was wearing a white church dress and got totally covered. So that's my that's part of my I don't love a hippo. <laughs> you know why they do that? No. Is it, that how they propel themselves in the water? No, but when they're in the water, that, that helps prevent leeches from crawling up their butt while they're Oh, pooping. fun. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> we we had an encounter like that. So a grandmother at our zoo got poop thrown at her by a chimpanzee. Years ago. <laughs> they had to install taller plexiglass on the, on the enclosure. I don't think there's really any, there, there's not a lot of tour experiences like that at Magic Kingdom. The Keys to the really? Kingdom tour is a good one, and it's not its not nearly the price of a VIP private tour, but it is an excellent tour, I believe Very we talked about tour. on the last thing, but that's, I've done that a few times, and mm-hmm. I would do it anytime anybody wanted to do it. It's about yeah. $110, $115 yeah. so a person, but it's, it's a five-hour tour. Sturgy, but it's a mm-hmm. long, once-in-a-lifetime kind and of And includes cool lunch. Tour. It includes a meal. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you you have to be 16 to do that one, but it it's, or older or older, yes, minimum age is 16. Because one of the things you do is go backstage and and down into the utilidors, so they don't want to ruin the magic for anyone younger. That's part of it. You probably also think that anyone younger may not last on a five hour walking tour <laughs> of the garbage removal system under the park. <laughs> yeah. But it's all exactly. really interesting, and of course, they use their their best VIP tour guides that know all the ins and outs and really know how to work a story and work with the people, and they make it a ton of fun. I would highly recommend that. You could always try your luck at getting a reservation at the Harmony Barber Shop, either for your child's first haircut or mm-hmm. for an or adult your haircut. first haircut. <laughs> if Crystal Gale wants to go get her first haircut down there, she can. Also, an after-hours party at one of the parks is a good way to splurge on something, perhaps on a day that you weren't going to go to a park or whatever. Those are yes, 100 definitely. plus dollars too, but they're a really good. It feels special to be in these parks. It's not something you could probably afford to do all the time necessarily, but a great splurge if you stay moderate, and then you can do more fun extra things. And you yeah, could eat the- $100 worth of popcorn and ice cream bars. <laughs> ice cream. And- yes. <laughs> Bottled soda. Yeah. Bottled sodas. Yeah. And that's, like you said, that's a day, take a day that's going to be your rest day so that you don't have to buy a park ticket that day. Buy yep. Your, buy your uh, event admission and that gets you into the park later in the evening. So that's that's definitely a way that you're not not spending a ton. Or 
and if you're there during the nine to ten months of the year that there's a festival going on at Epcot, <laughs> they offer all sorts Which of be seminars months. and tastings and classes and cooking classes oh, and tons, all kinds and of things. Of cool that stuff. Are, you know, some are adults only. Many of them are family. Everybody. There's art seminars and all, really kind of anything you'd want to do or tastings or meals or whatever those are those range anywhere from 35 dollars to as much really as you'd want to spend but there's tons of different variety for stuff like that if you're looking for a special once in a lifetime different thing to do other than walking through the parks yeah and those are things that they don't always do a super great job of advertising they agree there's a lot available I always hear about them after someone did it. Like, what is that? I've never heard of that. And like, we talk about Disney for a living in this show all the time. Right. Yeah. You know, a popular one. Soon it's back this year since they do it. It's that make your own topiary thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I've always wanted to do that, but couldn't figure out how to get it home. <laughs> yeah, I think that one's going to get shipped. Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of big. Yeah, yeah, they're not tiny. They're 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 a few feet tall, and you can make your topiary just like just like the garden masters there at Epcot. But the best way to find out about all of those kinds of experiences at a festival, other ways that you can plus your stay at a moderate resort or a deluxe resort or a value resort, will be talking to your key to the world travel advisor. It's true. That's yes, right, and I'm going to say thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to plus your stay at a Walt Disney World moderate resort or exploring anywhere else, Key to the World Travel has the convention center at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort full of expert travel planners. They're ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globe-trotting jackassery, tell them what makes your sh- tell them what makes our show so great. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.keyadventures.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again, and we'll see you real soon. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song, Hoka Hey, for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.